listening to the Mobcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Cat's Meow. We bring you all the fucking news. That matters. My name is Candace. And I'm Elaine. Today we're talking about Barbie Eats, the newest trend in philanthropy, semen lattes, and Poland bands poo. So our first topic today actually traces back to our first podcast original topic, which was um, an argument over Barbie. Which... Breaking Bad toys originally, and then we mentioned the Barbie. Breaking Bad versus Barbie. Yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> we have single-handedly saved the world from the sexism that is Barbie. We are taking compl- all credit for this. <laughs> because now someone has invented a normal Barbie. She's normal. She She's normal. She's actually eating food now. <laughs> Barbie she... got over anorexia. Yeah. Anyways, so um, the normal Barbie has normal waistline, um, normal, basically the average measurements of a 19-year-old woman, according to the uh, Huffington Post uh, interview. How old is Barbie supposed to be? I have no idea. (laughs) But, um, uh, let's see. Last year, artist and researcher Nicolay Lamb designed the original Lamely, Lamely dolls, scaled to the measurements of the average 19-year-old woman after becoming frustrated on how unrealistic Barbie's proportions are. So despite reading that, we are still taking complete credit for this. <laughs> yeah, um, it's all ours. We did it. So to step that up a notch, not only have they invented the normal Barbie, but now they've added on to this by creating... Um, uh, these stick-ons that make her more real. They have acne, they have scars, they have tattoos. Um, I'm trying to... They have a bunch of different things that normal girls would have. I am fine with the scars and the tattoos, but you know, who wants to put acne on their Barbie doll? I mean, if you think about it, though, they want something to relate to. But that that one is a little weird. <laughs> it's a little... But basically, the, the new Barbie is shorter, fuller legs, wider hips. She does not have that bleach blonde hair. She has brown hair. Well, you know what? Hips. I mean, Barbie never really had small hips. Her hips are always kind of... Exactly. They're, they, she's, this one's more proportionate. Mm. But yeah, so they have, they have, um, they've created these sticker-like flaws. And so, you know, if your kid has a scar on their face, they can relate to their Barbie now because they can put the same scar on their doll. They can feel like they're not that different. Um, they also have, uh, freckles, um, mosquito bites, stains, all kinds of different stickers you can choose from. You know, this is really weird. We went from, like, Back in history, people, if, like, the baby was deformed or something, I got thrown over a fucking cliff, and now we're, like, accepting everything. We have grown as a human race, you know that? You know, you know the world has moved on when your dolls have acne. Yeah, really? (laughs) Really? That's the truth. So, looking at the Boston Globe article and, um, about this... They interviewed a bunch of students, and uh, one second grader at a school in Pittsburgh said the doll is very realistic looking. Um, One of them got really excited and said, this doll looks like my sister. Uh, One said, I don't have dolls like this. She looks like a real person, a regular girl that would go to school. And that's what they're looking for, something that's more relatable. Because Barbie never had relatable proportions, even though they gave her somewhat relatable kind of sexist jobs <laughs> they you know she was never really relatable for kids she was just this icon for them to look up to and that's not really healthy and so that's what uh doll maker nicolay lamb was trying to get away from that are they gonna make a uh, normal kin 
I hope so. Because, I mean, no, how many guys really have that, that six-pack abs and shit? Well, you see his face, he's kind of creepy looking. Yeah. Like, like... All male dolls are a little creepy looking. <laughs> okay, so moving on to our second topic, the... <laughs> We're not making this title up. It's called Bloodsport. <laughs> the ultimate in immersive gaming... I think this is pretty badass. I'm a, I'm a big gamer, so... This is really cool, and it's helpful. It's a good cause. Um, I don't know if I'd do it, but... <laughs> but it's cool. I like it. Okay, so we um, we came across a Kickstarter and a um, HuffPost article on this thing called Bloodsport, where... Um, it sounds way worse than what it really it is. You go to... Um, I don't know if they're going to do conventions or centers, but you go there, and they hook you up to this machine. You go to a random place in the middle of nowhere. They (laughs) hook you up to this machine. Ignore her. And it takes your blood. Basically, the way it works is... By tricking you into playing video games. (laughs) Just the way a game does the vibration pack. When you get killed in a video game, the little tube that's plugged up to you takes out a little bit of your blood. It takes your life. (laughs) And so the sensor thing is set up so it only takes out a little bit, and then when you start, it starts taking out too much. It turns off, but it malfunctions all the time and kills people. Slander. (laughs) Anyways, um, so you know they have this Kickstarter project that's really, really well written, really well explained. You know they seem to know what they're doing, um, but for some reason I have discovered today that it's like it's like they know we're going to talk about them. Two hours ago, (laughs) the funding for this project was suspended. Because uh, it kills people. No. Um, no, you, I don't know no. that. That's not true. <laughs> Actually, um, they will not tell, they have yet to tell the reporters why it was suspended, and Kickstarter says that they have a, um, they have a rule that they won't, they won't tell why things are suspended. So no one knows yet why it was suspended. Currently, it had 39 backers at $3,390. It's, well, it's not dollars, though. Um, it's Canadian money. This is actually a Canadian project. What do they call? I forgot, I forget what they call. Uh... I don't. I should know. I that. was there. I, me too. So now the world is safe, and nobody's going to die, because nobody is stealing your blood as you play video games. It has been suspended. Do not worry. We are safe. <laughs> so Bloodsport was invented by two Canadians named Jonathan Root and James Jarvis, and this is a pretty cool idea. And it. All the blood goes to blood donation banks. So hopefully, even though it's suspended, whatever the problem was will get fixed, and they can go back to doing it. So this is a pretty cool and helpful idea. I think it's pretty awesome. How would they... They would... That would... If it was, like, at a convention, and they just had little, like, test things, I feel like that would be kind of hard to do, like, with, like... I'm assuming that's just a like like to get it out into the world. I know. I figure I, I what they don't... would do would open centers. I mean, yeah, probably. But even then, I feel like sanitary. It would be really hard to keep everything like sanitary for some reason. I don't know. I mean, like the gym that I go to sprays everything after everyone uses everything. Yeah, but this is like something that's going into your body to take your blood. Well, that's that's no different yeah. than the needle cent- the centers. I, yeah, but I mean, like, the only difference gonna... is the game part of it. I guess. Have hope. Whatever. I don't know. I feel like gamers, a lot of gamers would be like, uh, I don't know. Depends if the bank starts paying. (laughs) Like the plasma banks, and plasma banks let you watch movies. Well, here you get to play video games. Yeah, right? And it's even better when you get shot. You, You know what? They should make it like, you know, when you get shot, you feel like you just got shot too. How about that? That's what I thought it was when I first read it. 
On to our next topic, semen lattes. No, I'm not an idiot. I know it's pronounced latte, but the to- person we're talking about says lattes, so it is semen lattes, and it's <laughs> wonderful. It's and you, sh- you know, I think, you know, this guy is. He was saying things like people are having oral sex by drinking coffee from Starbucks. What? What? Okay. Let's let's not skip ahead. No, I'm the... skipping ahead. I'm going to the parts that no, bother me. You have yet to tell them his name. I don't. What is his name? His name. Oh God, no, I lost it. His okay. name. It's, he's a pastor. His name is James David Manning, and he's actually kind of known because he has he has a YouTube page, and he's he said hateful things before. He has go to his YouTube. He once said Jesus would stone homos. So let's start there. Jesus would stone homos. So I don't. I, <laughs> I don't. I can't. So. Before that, maybe maybe not. Um, article comes out saying that Manning believes that he, that Starbucks is ground zero for Ebola because he believes there's a connection between Starbucks, Ebola, and gay people. So already this has been established, and he has a video explaining all of it in the most horrible way possible. But now moving on to where this escalated to, <laughs> he believes that. Starbucks is putting semen, primarily for males, <laughs> gay males. In, I don't even know. If I he, think he was saying gay males. I don't think he even cares. He just the fact is he thinks that there's semen in Starbucks lattes. I, I apologize, lattes. As he yeah, he saying. says lattes. Lattes. So can I have a semen latte, please? Can he, somebody please go to Starbucks and order that? It gets worse. <laughs> he believes that the semen lattes have that he believes that people specifically gay people, drink these because when they take in the semen, for some reason it's enjoyable to them, like semen's some kind of weird magical ecstasy drug, and that's why Didn't they you know, buy Candace? them. I had no idea. Didn't you know? <laughs> I had no idea. I, I figured that out. <laughs> so, you know, it gets it gets that far. <laughs> this, this man is crazy. <laughs> no. But, so, here's, this is what's really, really, really funny. Um, this has kind of spread. It's gone to Huffington Post, it's gone to different news sources, and the gay community has gotten word of this, and so this is what they did. They got a whole bunch of Starbucks, they put themselves with no hate signs in front of Manning's church, and gave out free Starbucks coffee to people going by. Where, what <laughs> state is he in? Uh, where is he? He lives in New York City. Wow! He, yes. He's acting like that in New York. He's the... He's the chief pastor at Atla World Missionary Church in New York City. He grew up in Red Springs, North Carolina. He is a uh, black pastor. Not that that changes anything. But he he is 67 years old and he's a crazy person. (laughs) You know, his age and maybe he's from North Carolina, so... that's a really big conclusion. Yeah, it is. Like, it is a little From what I got of his video, he thinks that, I guess maybe one of the Ebola carriers was, like, at two different Starbucks before he, like, had Ebola. And so he's like, okay, clearly, you know, Starbucks are the breeding grounds of Ebola. So, A, he's referring to it as sodomite coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going old school there. Yeah. Woo! B... He thinks that semen is a weird ecstasy drug for gay people. He literally said that he- Why can't it not be an ecstasy drug for straight people, too? He said you can do oral by drinking coffee. Those were his words. Yeah, that's that's what I quoted at the beginning and you yelled at me. You wouldn't 
doesn't say his name. I don't know his name. I still I remember Manning. That's like the only Manning. thing. Well, no, this guy said <laughs> in the in the news chronological chronological. Yeah, you know words in the news order. The important crap goes first. No, being his name. No, you know what goes first in Elaine's news order? Semen lattes. Yes. <laughs> so our final topic for today is Poland bans poo and. We only chose that because that sounds hilarious. Like they're banning poopy. But, and yeah, you're thinking other things, aren't you? But they're but it's way worse than that. They're, worse than poo. It's way worse than poo. Worse than feces. Go. So it's not P O O. It's P O O H. A Polish Big town difference. is banning Winnie the Pooh from playgrounds or a playground because they believe that Winnie the Pooh is a hermaphrodite. First of all. They're banning Winnie the Pooh because they believe that the fact that he doesn't wear pants is inappropriate. They also said that he cut his genitals off. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, so, first thing. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the fact that Winnie the Pooh is a bear. Bears don't wear pants. So the fact that he's wearing a shirt is weird, not the fact that he's not wearing pants. Hey, you know, Donald Duck doesn't wear pants either. A lot of cartoon characters don't wear pants. Yeah. Little Bear? He's naked. And you know Little what? Little Bear is completely naked. I like my bears naked because they're aminals. <laughs> aminals. Second thing, <clears throat> because he has no genitals, apparently he's a hermaphrodite. Last time I checked, that's not what that means. A hermaphrodite is actually someone who has both, you know, some parts of both, of both parts. Not none. Okay, if Winnie the Pooh is going to be dubbed anything, it would be a eunuch because he has no junk. No, because eunuch is... They just take the testicles away. They still have the actual They say penis. they cut off the junk. Yeah, they mean it's everything, It's closer though. than hermaphrodite, though. It's closer. <laughs> so, um, but um, you know what I'm thinking? Do they ban teddy bears? Because a lot of times teddy bears have shirts. Like yeah. little Like the little stuffed animals. Well, I mean, this is Poland, so who knows what kind of toys they have. They, they, but... A lot of times, the teddy bears don't have pants. No, I don't think, I can't think of any teddy bear that has pants, actually. So maybe they should just ban teddy bears, too. So, um, the counselor of this little town, uh, they had a meeting on it, and basically, uh, Fox News has some quotes here from- Oh, no. I love that- No, they- Don't is, quote Fox, Fox News. Fox News actually did a good job with this. I'm surprised they oh. were like, ha ha, Winnie the Pooh Herm. But, um, you know, the counselor's saying that it's half naked, which means it's completely inappropriate for children. Again, it's a bear. <laughs> um, another man was saying that Pooh has a low intellect- uh, one Polish person, um, even commented on the fact that they have their own poem for Winnie the Pooh, and keep in mind, this rhymes in Polish, but in English, it says, I've, Winnie the Pooh is an alcoholic and a liar. He walks with no underwear and has cut off his testicles. Okay. Why would you write that? Okay, first of all, there is no alcohol in this show. Did the person translate this right? Because what is alcoholic? I mean, they... Winnie the Pooh is technically an addict for honey. Going the stretch to say that Winnie the Pooh, the character in a children's television show, is clearly an alcoholic, that's a big stretch. Like, I don't know. And calling him a liar just makes no sense. (laughs) I don't understand. You know, if we were going to jump into the grim technicalities of fairy tales, sure, maybe he's an alcoholic. But to a child, he's a honey-loving, sweet bear who's been around forever. Is Winnie the Pooh based on a fairy tale? 
He's off books. Winnie Pooh was originally books. Yeah, but it's not fair. I no, no, I'm saying if you're going to, like, Grimm has uh, mermaid and then mermaid. <laughs> you know, if we're going to go the into... Grimm, the Grimm Brothers tale. Yeah, if we're going to yeah. go into the the behind theories and the, the meaning behind Pooh, sure, maybe he's an alcoholic. But to children, he's a bear who likes honey, who hangs out with his aminal friends. <laughs> That's all he is. He's nothing more. And, you more. know, really, Winnie the Pooh, from what I heard, somebody said that all the characters in there are based off of little problems that people have. like Mental o- issues. The, uh, mental problems like OCD or anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Which, you know, leave the show alone. Le- yeah, leave the show alone. I don't know why Poland feels the need well, to get rid of I mean, a half-naked bear. I understand. I understand. In, you know, different countries, different cultures, everything's different. And, you know, maybe it really offends them. I don't know. Apparently, but, though... According to, again, according to the Fox article, um, a lot of, not everyone agrees on this. The counselor and a couple people in the town agree, but not everyone agrees. Some people are like, you need to look into the facts, that's not what that means, you know, you, you're looking at this the wrong way, and they just need to leave Pooh, like we said, leave Pooh alone. And even if, you know, he was a hermaphrodite, why you gotta be mean hermaphrodite? Yeah, that's the other thing. Not only is this completely just, you know, off the wall wrong, but... They're gender hating on poo. <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're bashing poo for all these reasons, and the biggest one really is: who cares if he's a hermaphrodite? Would would they? And what well, he has no junk. Would they rather? Would they rather there be junk on poo? <laughs> would they rather Winnie the Pooh have a tiny bear penis? Oh my god! I mean, clearly not. They want him to wear pants, but the fact can is, you bears imagine, don't wear pants. Can you imagine how awkward that would be if instead, like, somebody remade all the little cartoons with all the pantsless characters and they put put genitals on them? <laughs> somebody do that and send us the link. <laughs> we'll put it up. There will be so many censor warnings, but oh we'll put it up. Oh my god. So that's all the time we have for a day, but we're going to do our little shout-out for this week. And that is um, in respect of Winnie the Pooh's blights of uh, gender gender bullying. <laughs> if you want to be in support of the LGBT community, there's a great little thing going on. I think it's in Scotland, yes, right? Yes, it's and the LGBT Youth Scotland program. And they're having where you can buy like a dozen Christmas cards that are drawn by... Supporters of and people of their group. Yeah. All you have to do is go to lgbtyouth.org.uk, click on the supporters tab, and go to Christmas cards or... Mm-hmm. Go to the okay. Christmas cards link. So the cards are drawn by young people of the group. Um, all the profits go directly to supporting the LGBT Youth Scotland. And while that's not the youth, you know, program here in America, this is still a really cool idea, and it still supports a group, you know, somewhere else. Um, the pack of 12 cards is i believe 300 300 <laughs> the pack of 12 cards is 350 and that's pounds i believe and set postage is 250 in pounds um that's about it's a little more in the US dollar but you know it's it's totally worth it and that's a really low price for some really cute handmade um lgp to support christmas cards yeah and i mean you're supporting the lgbt community and it's just a great cause and it's the holidays and you need to do that stuff anyway. Be nice. Share support. the joy. Yeah, share the joy. Support people. Support Winnie the Pooh. Support Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and hermaphrodites and everybody. So that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining us. My name is Candace. And I'm Elaine. And that was the Cast Me Out.
to me that I can. I should probably talk louder, louder, louder. louder. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.